The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB. If you're a Saratoga fan, if you're a Traverse Stakes fan, then this is the episode you've been waiting for. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. I got with me, uh, I figured out phrasing is terrible with this uh, whenever your, her, her pal Mary Rufo was on last time. Uh, I, I said the two-timer Mary Rufo, uh, and then I learned that that's probably, that just sounds awful. So uh, returning for the second time, uh, you might know from her work with HRN, Miss. Sarah El Bodway, so happy to have you back. How's it going, Sarah? Things are great. Thanks for having me back on. Excited that we can talk some ex- uh, really cool stakes action going on for Travers Day. Not just the Travers, a great card all around. Uh, pleasure to chat with you again. And you, you dabble in some HRN family business as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, I've got my I've got my tip sheet, sheet I do through HRN um, tirelessly. Um, I, I might say with chivalry somehow even, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a good meet so far. Prices are starting to come around. If you just eat enough chalk, the prices will get there eventually. So, uh, so this is, this is a home and home podcast series. I just did Sarah's show. She's jumping on mine. Uh, I promise not to cannibalize her pick five sequence. So we're, we're branching out and this way. We're really going to get you the, the early stakes races and what might be an interesting scenario uh, it's going to start with race four, the Boston Spa Stakes. It's a grade two, $400,000 purse for Phillies and Mares, four years old and up. It's on the melon turf. I, I mean, you've got what feels like a pretty worthy, heavy favorite with technical analysis. Are you trying to get around and trying to maybe get some price out of a daily double here? Or are you hoping it pays maybe like two to one and you just slam the 401k at it? Yeah, I mean, what are you looking at for that double 210? Um, yeah. It's tough with these earlier stakes races, and I, I feel as though there may have been some intent with placing these much earlier on in the card so that they are not a part of that later pick five mandatory payout or the late pick five either. I mean, technical analysis, I this is a horse that really came to form last year at Saratoga, the win in the Lake George and the Lake Placid Those were your times to get your price on technical analysis, especially in that Lake George. She was second in the Diana last time out to in Italian, who was also a great price when she absolutely just freaked and ran away from them using that early speed to actually open up on the field and to keep going fast early so that nobody was really invited into the race to close in. And that was just an incredible performance and probably the best one that we have seen on the grass so far at the meet. Maybe we'll see something else that can compare later on with these last couple of weeks, but I'm not trying too hard to beat this horse. Particularly when you look at the rest of the field, I've tried with fluffy socks so many times to get this horse home. She kind of just doesn't win and she doesn't really have a major pace advantage either to her credit. 
With Lamista, this was one of those that I always kind of felt was sort of B team for Chad Brown. But then she did really step up and have that win last time out at Monmouth. However, it's the Monmouth form coming in with Lamista and Fluffy Socks and technical analysis, I think is just better than both of them. So if I'm looking for somebody outside of technical analysis, I'm leaving the Chad Brown barn and I'm going to the three, our flash drive, who was the winner of the De La Rose last time out. Because this is a horse that I think will at least sit a close trip. Now, she had to go wide last time. She was forwardly placed into a very usual slow New York turf pace and was able to run by those pace setters. And you got an okay price at 4-1 to one last out. I think that she's likely to be overlooked again with the Chad Brown monster of several different entrants in here. And I just didn't like the one other option from the rail, in high opinion. So I would probably take a small shot with a technical analysis, our flash drive exacta. But technical analysis seems like the winner of this race to me. So this is the kind of race that absolutely makes my blood boil. It's the short fields where Chad Brown has, in this case, 60% of the of the entries here. But the interesting thing about all of these entries is there typically are overlapping ownership interests in these horses. And I, I there's actually none here. So it makes me think that we might have the most straight up, you know, no group tactics kind of chad brown stakes race at, at saratoga the, than we've had in a long time where he's not sending out a rabbit or anything and uh i'm gonna get brave and and i'm going to try to get around uh technical analysis but only in the double only in the double uh i still think technical analysis probably wins this race but uh in the double what i'll end up doing is uh basically everyone but five uh single to jackie's warrior in the next call that foreshadowing uh and then you know for this one i i think you just kind of have to key technical analysis on top uh if you can if you want to get bold at an ice cold try put it in for a 20 dollar base hammer it go for it i love those sort of plays in these sort of fields well i think that's kind of the way that you make money with these short prices as you up your base in the exotics and the pick fives pick fours pick threes whatever and you really press those opinions a lot stronger than you normally would because that's the only way you're going to see a significant enough profit when you have such short prices that you agree with yeah, I don't just press my push up on them, quite honestly. Um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I, I just part of me maybe thinks that I'm going with everyone but technical analysis in the double just because I don't want to see the double pay peanuts. And I'm not, if I'm going to beat one, I, I'm not going to try to beat Jackie's Warrior. I have, I'm bordering on a whit more love, of, love obsession with, with uh, Jackie's Warrior at this point. So that was race four now. The second half of this double, we've been talking about the four ghost stakes, grade one, seven furlong, $600,000 purse for four years old and upwards. Um, Sarah, do you remember the rhyme <laughs> for do. seven furlong races? Are you throwing it to the wind with Jackie being post three in here? I'm going against it. I'm going against it because monster horses can outrun bias. And at least it's not in the one hole. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'll still stick with, with Jackie. I, I friggin' love that horse. Corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs for all these people. <laughs> My refrain every time, every time he wins. I love it. What's with all the Jackie hate? I mean, what do you want him to do? You know, so many people are like, well, he's not that good or he's not beating this horse or what. What is he supposed to be doing? In all of the history of Saratoga, the only one to win a grade one at two, three, and four? What do you want from him? Yeah, I 
come on like it's not it's not his fault that the the other owners can't put a little bass in their voice and you know kind of you know bow up a little bit say they got a horse that can beat jackie's warrior i feel like a lot of people have been ducking jackie's warrior that's how she just keeps earth I, I gotta put a nickel in a jar every time i call jackie she uh no disrespect to jackie's warrior jackie's robinson or any other uh male jackie's out there uh but yes uh i gotta put a nickel in a, in a jar every time i call her she but yeah i mean i what is she good at or what is he good at he's good at being the best one turn race, you know, race horse around right now. That's, that's really all I can say. I, I, his break is just for lack of better terms, unfuckwithable. It's just too fast. And also if you laugh, if you watch the last race, uh, was he asked for anything? No, no. nothing no. at all. Now no. the hand, the hands never moved in that race. I don't think. So I think this is another example where you have to find some sort of price underneath to make this race worth playing. You have to bet your entire life savings on Jackie, or you have to just sit back and watch and enjoy a race and find something else to do for 30 minutes. So I'm looking for a price underneath and I'm going against the rhyme rule as well, because the one baby Yoda, that's a horse for course for me that I actually did pick last time when he won and I think that a lot of people kind of underestimated how much he really does like Saratoga. And it's, it's not a big angle for me in general, but I do think that it applies to certain horses. And I really do think that he does fit that bill. I think that he could come running late for a little piece. I like that eight to one. And then knee deep in snow, he ran a great race last time. He also broke from the one hole in there. And if he stays anywhere near that 15 to one, now he's breaking from the far outside at post seven. I think that if you get those two home and some sort of exact or try with Jackie's warrior, you're at least making a little bit of money in here though, obviously with the big favorite on top, I think he's one to two on the morning line. It's not going to change your life. Yeah, I, man, I, I find Baby Yoda to be just the most confounding horse. Um, I was against Baby Yoda last out. Uh, actually, was alive to a good bit. Uh, not to Baby Yoda, and he he burned me. Uh, I walked out of the room where I was watching the race, and I turned a corner, and my wife had just purchased a gift for my nephew, and it was a fucking Baby Yoda like rc stroller thing i nearly drop kicked that adorable green bastard right through the window but yeah i i i I looked at horses like uh and i haven't looked at what they are on the uh on the uh, morning line but i looked at a horse like three two zone and then also cody's wish uh for for bill mott and uh go dolphin because that's my dolphin the the dolphin horse uh there i I thought that those were two good key underneath uh kind of candidates and then just let jackie do what jackie do cody's wish do you think that or do you have any concerns that maybe he's either a churchill downs horse or that he prefers the mile and that shortening him up to the seven furlongs you might not get quite the same performance you do think that he's just good enough to compete here I think that his issue might be two turns and being back at a one turn um setup with the four go might work out pretty well and these outside posts uh have, have been have been hot at, at seven furlongs uh i wish he was getting a weight break if he was getting like jose gomez or someone up with the weight break uh i would be all over this like you would have to physically restrain me from betting money at that horse um because <laughs> gomez on the outside at seven furlongs with the with the weight break has been deadly i don't have a cool rhyme for that i'll have to get in my rhyme and dictionary i suppose uh, you have any other any other thoughts on uh, the forego before we move on? Uh, 
No, uh, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. So how little do you think a technical analysis Jackie's warrior double pays? Do you think it's like for a buck 105 sort of thing? <laughs> do you think it's uh, like, yeah. I mean, Yikes. It's, when you look at the probables and it just says the unit that you bet, and it's just like one buck, and you're like, come on, really? I just let you hold a dollar for 30 minutes is basically how we decided to approach this? Dope. Right. Yeah. 10 cents. Uh, that's right. We'll be right back with more on the uh, the Notorious OTB after we get some words in from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB with five TDs, Prop Bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let me tell you about something so cool. It is a one-stop shop for all of you sports bettors out there. It's called Odds Trader. It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. You can get all the best different sign-up codes and promotions from all the different sports books. And plus, it's got all sorts of tools to help with your handicapping and also tools to help track your handicapping so you can know just how well you are doing. So go get all these cool features. Come get all your information put in one place at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. Bring sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. It's $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And let these folks run your pool. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV. We're looking at the Travers Day card. I've got Sarah L. Bodway with HRN here with me. An HRN uh, sister or wife? Is that maybe a wife also? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's, it's flu. We got we got to think differently these days. It's a seven furlong race that HL and Jerkins, $500,000 purse for three-year-olds. Uh, once again, there's a cute little rhyme that goes with this. Uh, a pretty interesting little race. You know what's been interesting in my life, Sarah? Uh, I mentioned I have my Zed Run NFT horses. I take a lot of pride in my horse names. So I had a horse named Prime Justice. Uh, he had a uh, foal with a horse named Sorry I'm Running Late. The foal I named Death Row Pardon. Awesome name, right? Except for when you get the Alanis Morissette song, Ironic, stuck in your head. 
because she says those words and then you only get the portion that really sucks like it's like rain like over and fucking over again uh so i've been dealing with that here um you know thank you for your thoughts and prayers um what did you think of the h allen jerkins i mean how am i gonna get that out of my head now um yeah you're welcome for that earworm wonderful so appreciated uh look i've been a huge jack christopher fan for a long time they tried to stretch him out didn't work comes back now he's going shorter uh look i think we're just looking at probably the best horse in the race although <clears throat> i think that this competition is tougher than what he's faced so far at these sprint distances though i do think that he gets a good stocking setup. I think that he went a little bit faster earlier than maybe he wanted to in the Haskell. I think Conagher and Gunite both go out, kind of battle each other. The seven for long distance, I think, is a great equalizer for a lot of these horses because you have those true sprinters that maybe run their best at six, six and a half. And then you have those other horses that maybe would be best going a mile or a mile and an eighth, going a little bit longer. And then I think that Jack Christopher might be the true type of seven for a long horse to a mile, perhaps. I think that he's just probably the likeliest winner in here. And I know that that's not the most creative opinion. So what I'm going to do is try to pair him up with price horses underneath. And that includes the two running son of a gun. The source is 30 to one on the morning line, hundred percent. My type of horse seven for eight in the money, just ran third in the Amsterdam at 56 to one. He always outruns his odds. He's one for one at the seven for a long distance. The blinkers do go on. So maybe he sits just a little bit closer. Doesn't end up being too pace compromised. I think he makes one run and hopes to get himself into the exacta or the tries and kind of upset things in the exotics in this race. And I mean, if this horse wins, I want to have a little bit of money on him just in case that happens. So that's going to be kind of my main play in here for some value. Even though he's only 8%, I feel like I can always say you never go wrong betting Gator. We all love Kendrick Carmouche. Uh, and maybe, hey, adding the blinkers might take away what's been a hindrance the last couple of races, which is uh, stumbled at the start, pinched at the start. Maybe we get a right way clean with that kind of focus from the blinks. However, there is an issue, which is the post number two. And uh, folks to listen to the show, you will remember this. One through three is dead to me. Four or more. Big fucking score. And I'm going for the big score with the eight gunite for Steven Asmussen. Uh, this horse is doing nothing but trending up. Ran a great Amsterdam. Of course, you worry about a little bit of a bounce after that Amsterdam. However, I think maybe this horse is just ready to be you know, is just rounded into form and firing in all, all cylinders. And I think even if he falls back maybe two or three speed points, I don't think that uh, Jack Christopher is going to have the drastic enough uh, kind of increase in, in speed because he fell off after the Haskell uh, that, that, you know, it's, it's really going to put it where Jack Christopher is so much faster. So I, I really like Gunite to sit the stocking trip wide off that bad, bad rail. And I mean, come on uh, six to one. Can't, can't get mad at that. Can't get mad at that at all. So I'll be playing Gunite to win. And then I, I more than likely might try to get cute with an exact leaving Jack Christopher out a second uh, using a, a accredive actuator and uh Conager, uh, in uh, uh, underneath in the exacta. I like it. If you take Jack Christopher out of this race, I think you're looking at something that's totally wide open. Uh, Gunite was super game last time. I can't blame you for taking another shot with this horse. I mean, it opens up opportunities to get 
super fucking cute in trifectas too, where I could maybe uh, key Jack Christopher in third and I can key Gunite in first and I can just wheel all through the middle. Um, I, I mean, I was, I think it was last year, or the year before I, I was able to do sort of the same with midnight Bisu, except keying her in, in second, because I thought I had a, a way to get around. Um, you can be super cheap with these tickets and still put out something, uh, something pretty good. So that's the H Allen, Jimmy Jerkins, whatever they call it now. Um, the oh, actually, what what'd you say? The King's Bishop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Now we get to talk about one of my favorite subjects. That is the, the horse that stole my heart, Latruska. She's running back in the personal ensign after I, I I'm gonna say a, a disappointing effort in the uh, Ogden Phipps at uh at Belmont where uh Clarier, Malafot, um search results all got up above uh Latruska, who just kind of looked uh dueled into the ground a little bit uh it was the first off a layoff uh, i'll give him that but i i mean do you see anything that tells you latruska can't run back big today or sorry saturday <sighs> yeah i'm off the ship i mean i think that everybody else has kind of figured out how to expose her and it's just bother her a little bit early. I don't think that she's going to get away with the same kinds of setups that she has in the past. I think you have other horses that are just better horses than they were around this time last year or around this time earlier this year. I think search results kind of learned her lesson of don't press quite that much in an all out duel early on. And I think Crazy Beautiful is going to probably be the one to pester Latrusco a little bit as well. So I think that we're just dealing with a situation where Clarier is a better horse than Malafat this year. She's proven it two times now. Search results, huge performance in the Ogden Phipps to finish third, then comes back with that little confidence booster in the Molly Pitcher. The second place horse leader of the band runs huge in the Summer Colony. I know against lesser company, but it's nice to see a live horse come out of that race as well, show that she was beating somebody at least in that race. And I would just mainly go two, three in here. Latruska, she can beat me if she comes back with some of her top performances. But I don't know that I see a scenario where Latruska is hounded early or she has another horse breathing down her neck and she runs away from them still. Now, I, I look at how she was performing heading into Saratoga last year. I think she's maybe she's just kind of one off of her, her pace. Like where it looked like she ran a couple times at, uh, at Oakland shipped into Belmont. And then she popped immediately at Belmont goes to, goes to Churchill Downs, pops again, runs in the personal ensign pops. Uh, she won a race at, you know, the Royal Delta at Gulfstream. She won the apple blossom at Oakland. And then she didn't have the pop in the Ogden Phipps, uh, like she did last year. Maybe the, maybe it's just a delayed pop, if you will. Uh, I don't know how, sound works or physics but uh, i'm sure there's such thing out there as a delayed pop all right yeah crazy beautiful might be sent out there to hound her uh it'll be funny crazy beautiful will be hounding latruska and julian leperu will be hounding uh crazy beautiful by trying to put her in the sleeper hold uh the entire race <laughs> you know i will say to his credit he has been riding really well on the turf yeah absolutely there there have been some some really bad jockey performances uh, at Saratoga, and then there have been some some really, I mean, surprising ones. Uh, I, I mean, I, Julian Leperu is not not surprising. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I'm thinking of just even like Bug Boy jocks like uh, Jose Gomez. Um, 
there are a few others that have just been kind of outriding or, or given the tools that they have, such as like weight breaks have been doing really well as of a, uh, you know, pretty good job of uh, actually pressing their advantage. So we are going to take one more quick break. We're the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we will be right back. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleepers, that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Everybody wants someone to make a good match for them, and that's what Trade Coffee does whenever they match you to the freshest, best-tasting coffees that you'll ever make at home by partnering with some of the country's best craft roasters. Look at that. They're already making matches. There's all sorts of expert-tasted coffee, and Trade is so confident that they will offer a first-match guarantee. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of hot coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let the trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV. Oh, man. Getting the tinglies here because we're almost talking to Travers. But we're talking the biggest turf race on the card right now, which is the one mile and a half sword dancer, $750,000 purse for four years old and up. It is on the inner turf. I thought this was a pretty difficult little race. If you think that you can get around broom, if you look strictly at figures, you probably have a hard time seeing a way around broom. Really interested to hear what you did here in terms of maybe who you might use in horizontal and uh, what kind of vertical bets you might have. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what I come up with here as well, because I haven't decided yet. Uh, This is a frustrating and confusing race um, at best, because I think that you are looking to a horse like Broom on the hopes that this is the best horse in the race. But you also have to admit that this horse is a deep closer that has only really run once here um in the u.s and against your beer and we haven't really seen i think the best of your beer this year so i mean you're looking to possibly get a setup that may not happen for this horse either and you're also taking a short price and then i feel like it's kind of the same thing with adamo from the rail you're looking for a horse to finally kind of show us what he's been thought of as all along but Another one that may not get the right pace set up because you have a horse like Tribuven who likes to go walk the dog early. You have a horse like Channel Maker who also likes to go 
early and set a very slow pace. And I know we're going a mile and a half, so a slower pace is to be expected. But the chances that those two pace setters actually go confront each other early, it, it might seem like that's going to happen on paper. But we know that that's just not true. So I think that you're left possibly making a case for almost anyone in this race. You're dealing with a lot of horses that maybe are inconsistent at times or don't always show their best or other horses that are kind of dependent on race dynamics that they're very unlikely to get. And then you're also dealing with the mile and a half distance, which I don't really know that that's anybody's absolute favorite that they totally excel at. So I don't have a super strong opinion in here. I might just kind of wait to see how everybody looks on track and then figure out what I'm going to do with my exotics in that race. And in multi-race wagers, there's probably some scenarios where it's an all or it's an all but the favorite, or maybe it's just Broom and Adamo. I mean, it depends. And I think that uh, this is a race where I'm very hard-pressed to be like, you know who I really like? Just one horse. If Trebuvin is allowed to walk away on the front, Mean Mary style, I will start a small hostage situation. Like I, I lose, I lose my fucking mind. I don't know how drunk I'll be when I get there. I don't know if I'll be wearing pants, but damn it. Some people are staying in that room until I figure out what the hell is going on here. This one goes all the way to the top. Um, yeah. I mean, I know you shouldn't defensively use a favorite, but I'm so defensively using a favorite with Broom. I mean, I you can't ignore that, even though, uh, you know, Aiden O'Brien hasn't shipped very well to the United States this year. Uh, and it doesn't even matter if he brings over his boy, Ryan Moore. Um, I I really like Channel Maker in this. I also really like uh, what, Soldier Rising. I had Broom, also Rock Emperor. I, I, I almost feel like I just kind of threw every run style uh, at the wall, just I'm gonna see who who sticks. Um, you know, hopefully I, I get a price I don't pay dearly for spreading out and then still using that favorite uh, defensively. If I do, everyone is welcome to, uh, you know, la- laugh at me. Which I, yeah, I mean, that's that's really not that very different from my everyday life. I was born ready for humiliation. <laughs> the ticket police are already ready to come for you. <laughs> um. So, man, all right, here's an idea. Channel Maker, Soldier Rising, Rock Emperor. Who You liked Adamo, even? Yeah. yeah. Anyone else I'm leaving out? I mean, I tried a few times with Cross Border at a huge price over and over again this year. But he just hasn't been aggressively handled for early position. And I think that his races this year really just kind of can't compete. Mm-hmm. Um I took a wild shot with him in the Pegasus and he, he did enough running in there at like 70 to one to finish fifth and kind of get himself in that win photo that I got really excited and started using him more. And I just haven't seen a run like that from him yet. So I don't know. I mean, he was third in this race last year, but I think he's just kind of off form. And worth noting with cross border, he's actually cross entered uh, between the, uh, the West point on Friday uh, and, and this race. Um, so I, I don't know because uh, something like a hot brown is actually in the West Point on on Friday, and that might be a pretty good little showdown that they might want to keep him in for. Uh, you know, cross border v uh, some like a hot brown. Um, if he scratches out, I you know that'd be tough, but I could completely understand using him if he stays uh, if he stays into that race. Um, here, all right, super cute trifecta team trifecta. In fact, we'll we'll bet this one as a team. We're gonna keep broom. 
in second. And then we're going to put just, you know, it's going to be a chalk sandwich and we'll use channel maker, soldier rising, uh, rock emperor, and, uh, let's say cross border, uh, along with the Damo if he's in. So what five by one by five, boom, Keaton second, you in, you get, on the, get in on the ground floor of this million dollar operation. <laughs> let's go. You want to, do you want my million dollar racing idea for real? Okay. Don't tell nobody, make sure no one's listening. I'll write it down. LED uh, placards on the front of the starting gate so that when someone scratches, we don't have to watch the gate monkey get up there and like shift all the numbers down one Ooh. stall. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We That's can, a good idea. We can get this done with friggin' infomercial technology. LED lights. Come on. That would be pretty cool. That's what I'm talking about. All right. One race left. It is the big one. I'll tell you what, this is the race I probably look forward to most all year, the Travers, but we're going to make you wait for it. We got one more break to get through. We'll be back with more Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. I was awful at Spanish. I had so many different Spanish teachers. Good God. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and your accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. They have been the official statistician of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL, and their app lets you access teams and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau research team. This app really is your one-stop source for players' news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends, Perfect for the preseason. You get your player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Listen, all I know is Elias is all-powerful. I missed the finals in my league one time because of Elias' stat correction. If they can take away, then they have some clout. Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. With new features available all the time, take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Welcome back. Oh, my God. It's here. Travers. Travers time is here. And damn it, it is an interesting race. I've got all sorts of memories and feelings about this one. 
Uh, I've got grudges inexplicably against some of these three-year-old horses that aren't really equipped with the mental capacity to understand a grudge. But uh, you know who you are, and you know how I feel about you. All right. Uh, is it as easy as Epicenter, Sarah? You know, I hate to say that it could be, but I've tried to beat this horse a couple of times, and I've paid the price. Or I haven't picked the right horse to use to beat him, and I've also paid the price. So after his performance in the gym dandy with what looks like a fairly murky pace scenario in here for me, I'm, I'm going to epicenter. I just don't know who who's going to show that they're better than him. Um, I would have gone charge it, but he's not here. He's going to play another day. So Zandon has yet to get by epicenter. Early voting, I think, was helped by a very inside speed favoring track at Pimlico. Very true. I think that I don't really have an excuse for his performance last time in the Jim Dandy. I know that you could kind of make a case for him and why to use him again. Um, Arturius is just not high enough a price for me to take that shot with after what he did in the Curlin. though. If he floats up, he's probably going to be the one that I use somewhere in there as the, the new face to this group. And then with Cyberknife, that's the hill I'm going to die in forever. But I just don't think he's that good. I'm going to tell you what, I know it's a Judd Mott horse, but the name Artorius makes me think that this horse thinks far too highly of itself. Um, if we're, if we're going to be throwing around, you know, Roman emperor names like that. Um, I, I thought you could be, I think you could be epicenter and I, I do it one of two ways. My preferred method is probably with early voting. I think the horse just has a, in general, um, pace advantage here. I, I think this horse is going to be lightly, you know, fairly, loose on the lead and the most important thing about that for early voting is you do not want to get pinned on this rail right now early voting has to get out show a little speed it helps actually that the horse is firing from the seven hole because the likelihood of him getting pinned in uh is, is low and if he gets out there and breaks the lead well he's naturally going to be a little bit wide and be able to pick you know basically dealer's choice of paths who knows if the rail is good maybe they put him on the rail i don't know if they can do that much work uh you know, in, in this many days leading up to it, uh, to, to revive this dead ass rail. Um, the other way I probably go is, is Zandon. Uh, if I'm skeptical of all closers on days like Travers day, Belmont day, any big day in New York, because it should be, should be souped up. But I think if Zandon can stay close to the early pace, then I'll give Zandon the shot epicenter. I mean, based on what we saw, your most likely winner. I take the shot with early voting, and then I probably put together a part we'll try early voting with Zandon uh, over uh, early vote epicenter early voting Zandon over. Ooh, we'll throw in Gilded Age, Rich Strike with those three in third. All right. Now, do you give any sort of chance to Rich Strike to win? Because I don't. No, um, for him, they were uh, fortunate events, but you would have to have like a lemony snicket series of unfortunate events to get that horse into, into the winner's <laughs> circle again. And no disrespect to Rich Stryker, how he ran, because once those opportunities present themselves, uh, it's up to the horse to be good enough to strike. Uh, but I mean, short of a, I don't know, like a sinkhole or a major geological event and, you know, Sonny Leon's just the only person who was able to stay on his, on his mount. I, I really, I, I don't see it. I don't either. Uh, imagine the seas part and everybody else is swallowed up and rich strike is the only one. It's kind of like how it went at Kentucky Derby day. 
I'll tell you, I will, I will say this though. Uh, I will put two dollars to win on Rich Strike for because uh, I've already tried this once uh, in the Alabama with She's Keen, uh, and uh, a a child of of Keen Ice, one of the ultimate uh, Travers upsets. Rich Strike, I mean, poetry, poetry, right there. If that if that happens, so it'd be it'd be uh, if you are partial to those two dollars, you maybe need them for the vending machine or something. Maybe don't tail me on that, but uh, <laughs> you know, I like having. Sometimes I like having bets for the story. Do you ever bet anything just for the narrative? Um, no, but I will keep tickets afterwards that don't cash for the story. Particularly my Travers bet last year, which was uh, a lot of money to win on Midnight Bourbon. Um, who is now deceased? Rest in peace. But that was that was a nice bet. That was the right choice. It just didn't work out. That was probably yeah. one of his best races. But. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, I I've had mixed success with the, the Travers. I, I think probably my best Travers hit was uh, Catholic Boy uh, a couple uh, a couple of years ago, and I that was a horse I absolutely loved. So it was double cool for me um, because I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what the the horse's name is that's that Todd Fletcher's doing something similar with right now, uh, trying him on in like the P9 Ridge, but also running him back in, in dirt uh, graded stakes. Yes, that is exactly the horse. This is why this is why you're a two timer. I mean, a return <laughs> guest. Um, yeah, I mean, do do you have any like favorite, um, you know, Travers memories of of, of success or, or heartache? Uh, um, we've got Midnight Bourbon. Anything deeper? Uh, m- best winning bet on the Travers was definitely Code of Honor because everyone was enamored with Tacitus. Mm. I mean, never got it. Never understood it. it. It's like the hidden scroll, um, except worse. Uh, yeah, Tacitus, it's just another horse. And again, like we all have our horses, Midnight Bourbon was a big one for me that you just develop an affinity for and they just don't win, but you can tell that they have talent and they just hook you just enough to keep betting and losing money on them. Um, so Code of Honor, great price in there because everybody was obsessed with Tacitus. And I think someone else was a short price in there as well. Um, was it I, tax? Yeah, he was in there. I don't know that he was a short price, but. Wasn't Vino Rosso? 2019. Vino Rosso was in there. Um, I don't know. But I think the other one that was kind of cool to watch, uh, of course, there's been many, but 2011, Uncle Mo comes back, just misses in the King's Bishop. Caleb's Posse runs him down. Caleb's Posse is a horse that I really liked a lot, actually, and did pick in the the upcoming Breeders' Cup that year. But Stay thirsty, then gets a little Rapoli redemption, winning the Travers after that. So that was cool to see. You know, the first year I actually handicapped was the started handicapping was the year that uh, Arrogate won, and I was I, I did not have Arrogate. I was a stone cold single to a horse I thought was a lock in that last one, and Arrogate uh, becomes Arrogate basically uh, mm-hmm. in that race. And then the best part was then my friend asking me if I knew what Arrogate meant me saying no and then having to look it up and it's like to deprive something of someone of something else financially essentially it's like yep yep <laughs> did. Big, yeah just air came out and just look at the mask with my boy just massacred me <laughs> beat me over the head and shoulders Oh, uh, you've got a lot going on these days. Uh, you're, you're doing, I, I just did uh, one of your, your HRN shows. I, I know you're, uh, you're just kind of all over the place. You're, uh, you're meteoric at this point. 
All over the place is a great way to describe it as uh yes, that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's good. A lot going on. Um, lots of horse racing nation handicapping products that we're trying to get off the duck, including that first time power ratings report, which I mean, that thing has been gold so far. And like we have a lot of products that I, I use as reference, but I don't necessarily do all of my handicapping from just because you get into what works for you. And then you're, uh, you know, kind of like the old man being like, get off my lawn about like anything new. And I've kind of become set in my ways about how I handicap. But that is one of the new things that I, I really do use quite a bit. And it, it's been successful. I mean, that thing is picking up 15 to ones, 10 to ones um tossing favorites all over the place so i think that that's kind of a, a must for anybody that's really struggling with those baby races in particular um and then we're also doing a lot of video content with uh the horse racing nation youtube so lots lots going on yeah it was a fellow fellow friend of the show and just my friend in general i've known for a few years andrew capone he's he's out there with hrn seems like every day like he literally found a way to just be at Saratoga every day. Like he, he yes. won, like this is what he's been, this is what he's been angling towards for years now. Um, yep. Yeah. Those HRN reports, those are really cool. I've kind of gotten to see kind of the behind the scenes of how those things go from like, you know, uh, people putting it together in their head to actually on paper. And there's the angles that they cover are just some of those like hard work angles. Like I had my own like dashboard that I built, that had, you know, a data feed, all sorts of like background stuff built and, you know, just to spit out, you know, like a, a, a sh basically like shipper power rankings and, com you know, combo power rankings and things like that. They take a lot of that, which don't get me wrong, being a DIY stuff, you know, guy with the, uh, the spreadsheets. I mean, it'll do a lot, a whole lot for your love life. Now the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What is that? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? But yeah, uh, awesome reports. You should check them out. Uh, you know, and they also have their expert picks at picks.horseracingnation.com. I might have something out there. Maybe. You might. Just maybe. Uh, man, that that is it for us here on the Notorious OTB. Nothing to do, but like, I feel like we got like Christmas Eve out of the way on like December 22nd because we're recording this on, on Thursday. Now I got two sleeps, two whole sleeps until the Travers. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll try to hold back my uh, my uh, excitement. Sarah, thanks again for your return visit. Uh, really Thank appreciate you. it. You're always welcome back. Um, yeah, we will catch you next time on the Notorious OTV. Let's fucking start the Travers, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. <laughs>